Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making us a part of your weekend, whether it was yesterday or this morning. And we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning. You find folks in Decula, but we're playing some music right now from a high school in another part of town. So I'm going to let you take it. I do know this is, sounds a little bit like this is Southside music, right? Well, it's just way it's, down it's, south. Down, it's way down south. Down in Fayette, Fayette County. That's yeah. Macintosh High School Band we just heard. Uh, wonderful. Peachtree City. You got your golf cart? I, I, I do not. You, you, but you go I got, a, I got a riding mower. No, no, no. No no riding mower. No riding mower. <laughs> I got a riding mower for you a present. Peachtree you know. City. You got a golf cart, man. I know that. Yeah. You got to have that to go to the grocery store down there. <laughs> <laughs> or go to the games on Friday night. Or go out to Falcon Airport. There you go. You're right. Which they used right. to film. I don't know. It might still be sound stages. Yeah. Did a bunch of stuff out there before. So anyway, things are filming everywhere, but we're not here to talk about those jobs. We'll do <laughs> we that at 840. Jobs a while, yeah. We'll do that at 840. We've got some other jobs right now. Bring our guest on, sir. Absolutely, because he's looking, always looking for some people uh, to join in the ranks, what he is doing. And uh, Spencer Smith, uh, GFOA, Georgia Football Officials Association, joining us down the waitfor.com hotline. Spencer, how you doing? Morning. Good Good morning, Sam and Greg. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing we're doing fine. We still get tickled when we we like know you're going to be a guest on the show, and I Google your name and Google. The first thing that pops up on Google is when it comes to Spencer Smith. Um, GFOA's Spencer Smith joins Sam and Greg eleven twenty eight twenty. The first one. So we thank you for that one. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize it was that long ago. Wow, yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> having too much fun, guys. We've been talking to you for a minute. How's you, how has your summer been so far? Before we dive into this, you and the family doing all right? Everybody's doing great. No complaints whatsoever. None whatsoever. Brian, it's nice and toasty and hot outside, but we're thinking the fall and, and football because uh, people have been busy and been on the field, um, and we're always looking for officials. How has that been? How's that process been going? Before we get into what you guys are doing on the field. How's the recruitment? We have had uh, some folks come in this year. We're, we're, we're gaining in, in membership slowly but surely. Uh, the problem is a lot of us old guys like me are getting ready to hang it up, and uh, we lose a lot of experience, but we're still in the dire need for uh, young men and women to come join us on the football field to uh, learn how to officiate and join one of the greatest fraternities in the world. When you get an application, or maybe you're fortunate enough to meet somebody one-on-one, What's the sales pitch? What are some of the things that you talk about to them? To let them, I mean, we have an overall idea what the job is, but what are some of the selling points that you tell people who um, are considering being a being an official? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, it gives you the opportunity to stay in the game. A lot of folks, even if they didn't play football, love football. The second thing is, like I said before, you become a member of one of the greatest fraternities in the country. The third thing is, and look at it this way, you're giving back to the community because think about this, Sam and Greg. They can't play the football game if the black and white stripes aren't on the field. That is true. That is so true. That is so true. So you have to have them. Uh, to play. And right now, you've already been been um, been training some people for the upcoming season. Yeah, that's, thank you for asking me that, Sam. I appreciate that. We in the state of Georgia probably have the best training. Uh, of any any football group, any state, the GHSA, in in the country. Uh, this year we have incorporated FUD camps. And give me a second, let me explain to you what a FUD camp means if you're not a football, if you're not participating in a football practice. 
Thud means you can have contact, but you don't go to the ground. And in the state of Georgia, they are allowed to have these camps. Uh, there are a limited time frame they can have, but they can have them during the summer. So we have started using these thud camps as our part of our training camp. And the officials go on the field. You could have anywhere from four to 12 teams uh, participating in one of these camps. And we put each position out there, and they go up. They're out there being critiqued by college and senior high school officials. They're drones in the air, so you're being filmed. And, and so doing that, when we get the film back, you get another review and a constructive critique on where you need to improve and also what you've done well there. And we've instituted, let's see, five of those camps, four of those camps out of the seven that we'll have across, that we've had across the state. Uh, to date, we've had five. We've got two more left, and then the season will be upon us. But it's a great way for a young or a senior official that needs a little help trying to get uh, get over a hump, maybe just has one bad habit he can't seem to break, and they remind him of that or her of that and keep working towards that. And it just makes a better overall official. And to my knowledge, we are the only ones in the country that are doing that type of training. And if you think about it, heck, we got more guys having contact than the Falcons do with their preseason camps. That's true. That's true, though. It'll be a while for those guys to put pants on. <laughs> Spencer Smith joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, let's talk about what people are wondering. You said all this nice stuff, but folks are wondering what kind of cash you're going to get in their pocket there. And apparently you guys stepped up your game a little bit, huh? Yeah, Greg, yes, we did. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the Georgia High School Association has increased the pay for an official for a varsity game to $120 a game. If you're the electric clock operator, you'll get half that fee, which is 60 bucks. And if you're on the chain crew, some schools do request that they have officials work their chains so mommy and daddy don't have to be on the field going crazy holding the chains. And uh, if you, you do, a, do that, you're also going to be doing 60 bucks. Sub-varsity games, ninth grade and above, we're going to pay 70 bucks a game. And we're going to talk about flag football in a minute, but they're paying 45 when you get the first round of the playoff, it goes the first three rounds of the playoff, it goes to $160. And for the semis and the finals, it's $175 a game. Okay. All right. And you don't have to bring the orange slices either. <laughs> no. You don't have to bring the orange slices. Oh, Where it's going right now, you better have a bottle of water or a pack <laughs> on your back and get some water. There you go. Morning, Mr. Smith. This is Eric, the producer for Sam and Greg, and uh, one of your fellow uh, Georgia high school officials, a triple crown high school official, as I do three varsity sports. Um, explain to someone who's listening, a lot of the people who work with me always talk about the startup costs because you do have to buy the uniforms and the equipment. Does your organization do any assistance for a new official? Sometimes officials will donate older equipment. Sometimes they will find a way to get discount prices. Does your organization have anything along those lines? Yes, we have the GFOA closet, as it's called. And as <laughs> members have retired, they've uh, donated their gear back to the association. And for first-year officials, we will um, uh, spread that equipment out so that they can, uh, they can get, uh, get as much as they can with the least expense out of their pocket. That's a great point. You do have to have a uniform before you get started. And we have a couple of great vendors that work with us very closely and have starter packages where you can get anything from your shoes, which if you're going to buy shoes, you better buy ones that are good and comfortable because you're on your feet a lot, as you know. 
and the full uniform because Georgia High School Association has, as you well know, has their own shirt uh, with, the le- with the logo on it and the flag. Uh, nobody wears an association patch on their shirts anymore like we used to, so it's sublimated on the shirt. And by the time you get that package, you're looking at probably $175 an investment just to get started for the season. So, yes, there is definitely the opportunity for us to donate uh, equipment to these young officials that are just getting started. I can't remember the last time that you and I in unison opened our mouths in like a gog that carried <laughs> information that neither one of us knew about. That was great, Eric. And, 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 and Spencer, again, the G- let me say this again. The GFOA closet. That's a phrase right there. I had never heard of you. Had you heard that before? Had not. Had not. Had not. But it's nice to know it's there. And it, the, the picture it, it, it conjures up. Yeah. This is great. Now, thanks. I mean, Eric, that's a great question. Again, I didn't know that. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And the funny thing is I have things on the casting call where they say you got to have the business suit. they got to have this. Right, got to have that. Right. Um, do want to ask you about some of the new stuff that you have around the corner, uh, Spencer, that we should know about. I think as far as the game goes, the rules, Greg, is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the biggest thing we're going to see is, thank the Lord, it has happened, is high school football will now have uh, the quarterbacks can be outside the pocket for intentional grounding. Okay. 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 And well, in the past, he couldn't be, and we'd hear it all the time. He was outside the box. He was outside the box. Blah, blah, blah. And we turn around and say that's on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, not on Friday night. So now, if you can imagine, uh, tackle to tackle is called the free boxing zone, which is your definition of the box per se. Basically, your, your high school quarterbacks take three big steps, and they're outside that box. If he runs down, has to chuck it out of bounds, and there's nobody around, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be uh, a penalty anymore if there's not a receiver in the area. All right. And, uh, this- and then if he goes out of the box and comes back, and does the same thing, he still learned the right to uh, intentionally ground it with no penalty. Mr. Smith, Eric, one more question for you. So if there is a new official that wants to get into football, is there any more camps available for this season? I know in softball, my one of my sports, we have a camp coming up on July 31st. Is there any more time still left to get out there for this year? Yeah, Eric, uh, one of them is not in this area. It's down in Statesboro, and uh, these are the last two camps. There will be classroom-only camps. And the, the, the last one is going to be Saturday, August 13th. And that's going to be down in your neck of the woods. You were just talking about Sam at East Coweta. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So there's stories. So there's still time if someone wants to get oh, involved yeah. for this season. Now, even if you don't make it to a playoff camp, these are playoff camps. You must attend these. You must make your test score, attend the camp, and do the uh, online test to be playoff eligible. If you choose not to go that route, you are still able to officiate football. It's just that the last game of the season, uh, your season's over. But there are some guys that uh, at this point just want to go out and do their 12 weeks of football and and have fun at it, and uh, that's what they do. So there's definitely still time. We're still, still in the recruiting mode. We're in the recruiting mode 12 months a year now. But if anybody's interested, it's www.gfoa.pro, and we'll get you going there. That's great. It really is. And, and, and there are so many aspects of life where we, all of us, we go to this place, that place, and you complain about the service because there's not enough staff members. And, and, again, just across the board, 
Well, we're going to continue to do our best, meaning me and Sam here and, and everybody connected with this show. They're feeding us information about the needs that they have. Yep. And, of course, and if you never considered being an official, you know, this is an opportunity. And, of course, we got one working for us right now. So, obviously, you can be an <laughs> official and you still got time to produce one of the top-rated shows in the tri-state area. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer, <laughs> listen, we get. I'm just selling here, man. Right. Leave me alone. I'm selling okay, everybody go ahead, here. Go ahead, go ahead. Sell it, sell it, sell it. Spencer, as always, listen. Don't be a stranger. We need to get you back on here as soon as we can. But thank you, as always, for um, just just being a part of the show and letting folks know where they can find us. Sam likes to say. Well, last time we sign off, we are having our season opening meeting Monday night at the Westminster Schools in Robinson Hall at seven o'clock. If anybody's interested, they can definitely come there. Uh, introduce themselves, and we'll get them rocking and rolling, ready to call some football. Hang on, say, say it again. Say it again where it is, because I was talking over part of that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's going to be at the Westminster Schools, 1424 West Paces Ferry Road. We'll be in Robinson Hall starting at 7 o'clock. That is coming up tomorrow night, and there that is go. Spencer Smith. You want to follow GFOA, and they are on Twitter. They are social. Uh, you can find them at GFOA Referee, at GFOA Referee on, on Twitter. Spencer, thanks so much. Look forward to seeing you soon. Come through there and say hello hello to the crew tomorrow night. Absolutely. I want to see that closet, too. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Take you got care. it. All right. You got it. We're going to talk more about this. We're not done here. Plus, we're going to talk about Eric. He has got some homework to do, or he's been doing some homework because he got a test later on. Yeah. We're going to find out about, that. Find okay. out about yeah, that next. Yeah, Sam yeah. and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you. On this Sunday morning, beautiful sunrise outside, but the humidity is out there, folks. going to be another Oster um, in our area today, but still get out and enjoy it and do something to keep cool. Uh, and thanks a lot for having us with us, our first responders and uh, essential workers. Uh, you guys are always working, be it the weekend or during the week, and we appreciate everything that you do. A shout-out to all of you for what you're doing, and if you're up in Headed out to church, church services this Sunday morning. Thanks for letting us ride along with you uh, here in Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you're following us wherever you are uh, locally or nationally or anywhere on the planet on the Odyssey app. And uh, be sure and, and download the app and follow Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, all of our shows, our podcasts, uh, and so much information that we have for you uh, there on our, uh, on our website. We're happy to have you there. Did I miss anything? No, man. Okay. You, you good. You're I was good. pulling the car you're, around. You're good. <laughs> I was just telling people about the, the Odyssey app and our website and all the things that they can they can enjoy there. They you, you, got, you got a program they can enjoy? Uh, somebody's uh, – uh, somebody Well, a casting call. Okay, okay. Which we're going to give you in. There's a fresh one there right now, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see some fresh stuff, especially the first one. Okay. And we just teased that right there. Okay. Are we, can we re- revisit some of the stuff we just talked about with Spencer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I, A, we were, I, you have been schooling me on Georgia high school everything. I have never, ever heard you say the Georgia high school officiating closet, or GFOA, as he put it. Yeah. Closet. Yeah. yeah. Now, that, that's that particular association, but that's the thing. You know, around the state, you had different associations well, for different regions of the of, of the state, and they all probably have that, or, or something for, for the or, officials, or for, or for new officials coming along. You know, 
as like we said, in this day and time, we've seen a number of officials who's had to, who stepped away. Right. You know, some were of a certain age with health issues in the last couple of years. Pandemic. And, yeah, they had to pivot. And, and so they, they they stepped away. Their equipment and gear is, is still good. So if a young official is coming in or a new official, and one thing I wonder about officials, and you tell me about this, Eric, offici- officials that come from other states. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you worked with yeah, any officials yeah. that have come from other states? And how, and how does that work? <laughs> it's almost like the transfer portal. Um, you uh, you transfer from – because so officials are part of the National Federation of High School, okay? So you get certified in each state, but you're also certified nationally. So you can transfer in. What the state that you come from will do is – you saw how Spencer was talking about your evaluations? Right. They will send your evaluations over. And your evaluations will predict what level of games you start with and get. So for those new officials, okay, the ones who go to the camps, to go to a camp to be varsity level, they're not going to throw you out there with um, North Gwinnett and Norcross your first night out, okay? They're going to start you with single A, double A, maybe a 2A or 3A. They're going to get your, your feet wet. They're not going to throw you at um, uh, Brookwood versus Parkview, you mm-hmm. know, you got to work your way up to that, okay? <laughs> All right. So, but the better your evaluation, next thing you find out, you start getting those better games. Okay. And when it gets to playoffs, it's just like in professional sports. The better your evaluation, the further you go. You're not going to get second and third round when you're a, a fresh face. You, When they get to those, you have to have some of the best evaluations that you are. And one of those things he talked about, when they have those drones out there and they look at your technique and your fundamentals, they'll come to you and say, this is where you need to improve. This is your footwork that's wrong. You're looking at your keys wrong and things like that. It's a very good process. And he talked about the training. The training is essential. Is it too early to gauge how long people are staying at uh, being an official since the pandemic? Because there's a lot of turnover in everything. So as you talk about some of the hurdles you got to go through, you're doing something right now that may just make some folks say, man, this ain't worth the money. This ain't worth this. You're taking some tests yes. coming up yeah. here soon, right? Yeah, yeah. he talked about that too, yeah. Again, but why are you doing it? Just explain why at this point in time, while you're already an official, you're taking a test. For every year, there are rule changes. No, they have, we have a saying. They don't pay the officials to – you know, we talk football to call holding or call pass interference. Most guys can see that that's pretty obvious, but you got to know what the rule is. What is the penalty in the situation if the coach says, I want the result of the play or I don't want that penalty? You have to know the rules and what rules you are enforcing and the, the outcome of it, you know, because when you see those referees getting that huddle, they're not just talking about, well, what did you see happen? No, they're talking about, well, okay, this is scenario A, this is scenario B. Because when they go to the coach, just like we see it on your Saturday and Sunday afternoons, they'll say, coach, you have this choice or you have this choice to take. Which one do you want? And they have to know which one they're given. They have to be accurate. Okay, now here's my next question because, again, layman here. Where do officials get to cross the line, so to speak, and deal with unruly parents? Is there something, have there been changes made to where, you know, you got some crazy parents out there that have inserted themselves into situations Mm -hmm. where, I'm not even talking about just the dangerous part, we know about those, Mm -hmm. but at what level do you as an official step in, either penalize the team, Mm -hmm. shut the whole thing down, how does that work, and and what do you have in place right now? Okay, so with every Georgia high school sport, we do what we call the pregame meeting. The two coaches 
and the game administrator. Okay, if the game administrator is not in the meeting, first thing you say, coach, who is your game administrator? You got an athletic director, a principal who is here that I can say I have a person that is being unruly. Can you please address that for me? That's where the game administrator will take over from there. Secondly, every school is and this is in quotations, supposed to provide all officials with a private and secure changing area mm-hmm. and or escort. Wink, okay, wink, You wink. never see the football officials walking off the field. They get in a truck most of the time. Right. Some of them may get on the golf cart, but usually they go behind the stands and they have a, a van or a truck that puts them in a truck and they, go, they get driven off to their Base changing camp. area. Yes. Okay. For the the smaller sports, the, I do baseball and softball. Right. Okay. We walk. You never walk through the crowd. You walk out to right field, and sometimes the changing area might be just in the the clubhouse, the coach's office, right. the AD's office, wherever. But you go to your private area where you are secluded, and that's the process that every school is proposed to provide. Again, but I, I'm talking about unruly parents. Well, you, you you have more of that at youth at youth level now than high, than high school. But it happens at high school but, but, level. But, but, but well, they, you but, believe but they, it but happens. They, but, but they but they 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 aren't following people to the parking lot like they do at, at youth at youth level yeah. stuff. You know, youth but, level stuff is. But but like I said, the bottom line is that's where a lot of that stuff happens. You know, coach, I need the game administrator immediately. You can stop pause the game if you have to. That's what I'm asking. You know? can, yeah, you, no, can you absolutely okay? You pause that's the game. What I'm saying. Now I do basketball. Basketball is probably the most. Intense part because that's the one sport where there is no boundary between the officials and the fans. Okay, and you call a timeout and you go to the scores table and say, "I need the game administrator immediately, and we will not continue until this situation is addressed." And that's just how you have to handle it. Yeah, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. But I would hope not because 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 at each and every GHSA event. It is read over the public address announcer about a code of about conduct. Yes, that's the first thing they do for the public address. Yeah, that's the first thing before they announce a, a name, any player, or who's starting or whatever. They read that before each and every event. It's um, called the sportsmanship read. Okay. The sportsmanship read. Okay, and so that's that. That's going to. I don't think they do that at a lot of youth stuff. No. <laughs> AAU or up here at Lake Point, you know. So so that 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 kind of stuff goes on at those. But, but, but as far as the high school association things, uh, that's what happens. Speaking of high school, one of the uh, greatest high school athletes this city has ever produced was in town this week for a very special honor. Walt Frazier uh, went to uh, 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 David T. Howard High School, which is an old fourth ward. And um, he was in town this week. They have reopened that school now as a, a middle school, I believe now. And uh, the gym floor is named after Walt Frazier, and he really? was in town for that on. And, and our folks, Maria Boynton, Dr. Maria Boynton. Yeah, I was going to say, don't was, say that. She come knocking on your door. Yeah, she, you don't she, want she, Maria come she, looking for you. She, she, she come get you. But, but she was, she was, she was there, and uh, gr- great to see him back at, back in town. And uh, you, you were telling me something that you heard some people <laughs> a story from over there. Yeah. So he gave an interview, and he talked about when he first got his big contract from the Knicks. One of his first purchases was a Rolls Royce. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, and then he told a joke. And, and I didn't even know he was from here. You yeah. know, I've seen him doing 
uh, Nick's TV for years and years and years. I never read his bio, but you know his name's Walt Frazier, and, and I, he, said he was like a football player. Really, I've heard he was an awesome football player for that school. Well, I guess he'll be on that uh, nominations list in the years to come, huh? He just, just maybe. <laughs> but um, the nickname Clyde, where he he was given that was given to him by a commentator. Greg, you're you're. Shaking your head, did you know the story? Oh yeah, well no, I'm listening to you because you know I was waiting for you to bring that that part up. But the it, backstory, how he got it, inform everybody. Well, I don't know the backstory, but he made a joke that the first time his mother heard them call him Clyde Frazier, he called him was like, "Well, who's this Clyde guy? My son's <laughs> name's Walt." That sounds about right. What and he told, and that's the same response he got. There. It was like, yeah, they, my, my, my son's named Walt. Who, who's this Clyde guy? I'm going to call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Right? Um, what I was going to say is, and what I was thinking about is, because, you know, Sam and I, was it yesterday we were talking about Shaft, the movie, and, and when it came out and different things like that. Walt Frazier is always included in the pictures, the, 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 whatever video footage of the early or mid-70s, in America, when they show the style, oh swag! He was a king of swag. It was, Man. it was. Back he then. was always included in. I mean, from Joe Namath in the fur coat, right, right, to, right. to Walt Frazier, he was always that dude that was included in that. Well, they, you know what? They were in New York at the same time. Exactly. They were, exactly. You know, he and Joe Namath in New York at the same time, and probably hitting a lot of the same spots. Yep. <laughs> after the after games. Well, that's about, so, that's the way it is in New York yeah. with, with, with athletes. And listen, we we heard the stories of uh, what Mickey Mantle. And um, who who was the other? Well, not just the guys on the Yankees back then, but Mickey. Oh, and Frank Gifford. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> the, the guys on other teams knew each other and then hung out, hanging and out at Tut Safe places, and you know they had to they had to, they had to dress the part, man. So mm. it was good. So great. Congratulations to Walt Frazier, members of the Frazier family. Uh, I know a few of them who uh, live here in town, and uh, they're always proud when they can get him back in town for something. So to be at the school, and they've done a magnificent job at that at that uh, school building. And uh, refurbishing it, restoring it, and modernizing it, uh, they still have a portion of the old red brick building uh, that, that's, that's in place. But they've modernized the uh, around it, and it just looks simply, simply awesome when you ride by uh, David T. Howard High School over in Old Fourth Ward. Speaking of New York athletes, here you go. This is probably the first one today. Insignificant information on this date. This was the day Billy Martin resigned. One of the times he resigned or was now fired. Now resigned or was fired. Yeah, Which no, one? this is this one he resigned. He resigned, okay. Because he was about to get pushed out. That, but that, he resigned from the Yankees. But the story behind the re- resignation is what's funny. Because he had to resign because of what he said out loud in, an in, in a post-game interview. <laughs> in talking about George Steinbrenner and Reggie Jackson. Again, this is 78. He'd had it with both of them. Wow. And he said, and this Billy Martin. One is a born liar, the other is a convicted one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next day he had to turn in his paperwork. Yeah. So, uh, listen, moving into the uh, <laughs> to this last segment of the uh, 7 o'clock hour, we are going to continue hearing from Eric Slaughter, our producer. It is Eric's World. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. 
You didn't see me dancing that, did you? No, man. Nah, I did it smooth like. Yeah. I did it smooth, just like, well, it was like Michael. July 24th oh, yeah. we, on this Sunday morning. We appreciate oh. you guys making us a part of your Sunday morning. As we approach the 8 o'clock hour, I want to remind you that we are gonna we haven't uh, dipped our toe into this event from this past week. going to talk about NASCAR. Uh, this week they're in Pocono. 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 What you like saying? Out there, out west Pocono. there. But, no, no, no. Uh, no, not west. Uh, east. Up east. Up east. What, thinking, Pennsylvania. What thinking, out west. I don't know. Sonoma? Sonoma, maybe. That's it. That's the, the one I'm thinking Pocono of. is the... Kind of sound the same. It, 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 uh, it pretends to be a road course. It it's, a tri- it's a triangle. Okay. So it's not your usual oval that they're used to racing on. Or tri-oval. It's a tri-oval. Yeah. This is a triangle, triangular layout. So it's a little different, a little different kind of... So it races a little different. It has a real long straight on the front. Real long straightaway. And uh, so that's they just kind of gas it. They just put the foot down and see how you know it's like almost like a drag race. And then you got to get that turn, go around, and you got another immediate turn because it's a you know triangle type type configuration. So it's a little little different layout, different kind of challenge. And every time you say it, I think about the, the the building I worked in for nearly fourteen years or so. That's a triangle building. Yeah, the one over there off of Claremont in Century Center. Okay, 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 okay. Used to go up on top there and watch all the fireworks around the city. <laughs> on the top of a triangle building. On the top of a triangle yeah, building. Yeah, Sam and Greg here. So, again, we're going to talk that in the 8 o'clock hour. Also going to talk to Eddie Gonzalez, our friend. Yes. Going to talk about Atlanta Open. Busy about, week for him. Yeah, it is. He's been everywhere, too. Looking good on TV. At a casting call. Got some fresh stuff for you. But uh, it is time for us to take a step back and open up the floor to our producer, Eric Slaughter. It is time for Eric's World. Yeah, you know, Sam got me over here looking at the who's on the pole for the day at Pocono. Yeah. You know, it, Sam turned me into a NASCAR fan, man, I'll tell you. Yeah. That's right, you guys I, went out there last week. Yeah, two weeks ago now. It seems like it seems a long time ago yeah, but now. The first thing yeah. you need to say when you go out there at Land Motor Speedway, for, especially for an event, you come out and say, yeah, we used to say Ed Clark, but now Brandon Hutchison put out another first-class event. Yes. Brandon, Brandon Hutchison and his staff mm-hmm. put out yes. another first-class event. Yeah. Because right? yeah. they did, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I wasn't there, but I'm sure it was. Yeah. I want to go in the spring next year. I want to see if it's a little cooler in the spring. <laughs> you also want to go because they set up that Quick Trip kitchen out there for the sponsor. They, they just, okay. Everything you get at Quick Trip, they set it up in there. See, see, I, that's why me and Sam get along so good. Sam's all about the the refreshments. <laughs> yeah, he is. Go to the movies with him. Yeah, we'll find out you but, know, go ahead. Look, look, like I gave a tip yesterday. I'm gonna revisit this too to Chick Fil A. Uh huh. Again, Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon. Um, What's wrong? snow cones out front. Oh, so snow cones. A snow cone you machine. Know, you know, a I, snow cone machine out front. Now, see, you guys got the wrong perception. I do like snow cones, but by extension, there was a thing growing up in Chicago, and and they have it in different forms in different parts of the country. But up there, it was called an Italian ice. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You know about that in, oh, Br- yeah, in Maryland, absolutely, right? Yeah, absolutely. They don't yes. have them down here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really talking about. Okay. You get an Italian ice. Yeah. Oh, but that's about. different though. They're different. It's, it's a form of, yeah. a, of of a snow yeah. cone. It's but, more finer. Chopped ice. Yeah, but I, I made. I you made know what I'm this, talking about. I know. I mean, but but Sam, I pulled this clip for Greg. This will be one of his new themes. I think a snow cone machine for you, Paul. You like snow cones. Don't you? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And don't mess nice. with. Don't play. Nice. Actually, he might Excellent. be. He might be mad that you played that. By the way, because you know he's in a fight with the producers. Who? Stallone. Is he? Yes, he is in a massive fight with I think Erwin Ir- Winkler or whatever, who's the producer of the Rocky films. Right. He won't give him any. He won't let Stallone 
have any sort of control or say over how that is being used. And, of course, contracts now are a lot different than when he made that relationship with him in the 70s. Okay. But Stallone, his hands are tied as far as being able to do anything with, with Rocky. Gotcha. He's got to jump through, and he's he's in a massive fight. Owns none of it, hmm. meaning his likeness too. Right. Are, so. are you are you, are you guys looking forward to Creed three? Looking forward to it? Yeah. No, but I didn't see it. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested in seeing it. Did you audition for it? Did they? Did no. They, they not, no. I, I, you know what? As a matter of fact, I did, but it was so long ago. I don't remember what it was. It was probably a reporter of some kind. Okay. Yeah, I can see you. I can see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me, Mister. <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly the line. And that's exactly how I do it. No, I. I yeah, it's. Yeah. So I mean, speaking of Boothius, I went to the mall yesterday for the first time in I don't know how long. Really? And I didn't realize malls were still as crowded as they were. Well, not all of them. Well, I was at Cumberland. Then okay, that, that, was that, that, that's one of the ones that gets a crowd. Yeah, Yeah, well, you know, they, they that's one of my favorites, but yeah. I don't go to that one. I go to the one right Perimeter? here on Peachtree Road. No, oh, in Buckhead. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. know. But I'm, I'm a bargain shopper. I mean, Sam's looking at okay, it. We went, we, d- we went down a Maggiano hole because you said Cumberland Mall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about that. Go ahead. Yeah, but, I mean, shout out to Maggiano's. We can make that There's a video there. You can find it with Greg at Maggiano's. Really? Yeah, and the – General manager, we walked in and puts me in an apron and everything. Okay, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I'll YouTube that one. Yeah, you go. You, it's on. It's on YouTube. Found me a bargain yesterday. Great, some great deals going on. Got me a brand new Falcon shirt. Originally fifty dollars, marked down. Got it for five whole bucks. Could beat that. Yes. What? Yeah. That's a great deal. You, re- you ready for the season to start? Yeah, I'm ready for the season to start. And and I did it because I figured I needed me a new gear because I got a text yesterday. From my executive producer from the Atlanta Falcons, because I'm a part of the off the blank sports and entertainment world. You know, I got, you know, you don't make a lot of money in radio, so you got to find some other ways to make some money. That's why <laughs> I right, referee. All right, all right. <laughs> really? We hadn't heard that. You hadn't heard that? Oh, man. Sorry to break. We're quite sorry to break those us, hearts. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well. On the other side of the glass over here, you know, so <laughs> one of my other forms of. Uh, in, income here in this whole world of sports that I work for is with Arthur Blank and Sports Entertainment. And I got an email from the executive producer for uh, Arthur Blank's Productions. And one of, my job there is I'm a part of the PA staff. However, for the open practice that the Falcons will have on Monday, August the 15th, the full-time PA, who is Ryan Cameron, formerly yep. of Odyssey, mm-hmm. is not available. So, yours truly. Oh, my. We'll get to sit in for Ryan to do the PA for the open practice on that Monday night. Outstanding. Yeah. You know, I usually sit beside Ryan. I'm I'm his spotter. So, I make sure he stays on his um, keys because his script for a Falcons game is 250 pages. I would imagine. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. imagine yeah. that. And, yeah. and if he misses one single read, like we haven't – have we done a promo yet No, we today? haven't because that's what I was going to mention. You know, yeah. They're gone. They're, <laughs> they're gone. I had them in one of these deals, right? Okay. The I classic will, things yesterday. I will right print it out for me. you, sir, because the new ones start tomorrow. So okay, we still well, will do the old I, ones I know that Hey Main hey is Maine. available yeah. on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I know that Unwritten is available on the Odyssey app or anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. And what's the third one? Big League Baseball. There you go. Is also available on the Odyssey app. All of these shows with great hosts. 
and we'll come in, we'll have great guests in this upcoming week, but all on the Odyssey app and available where you get your podcast. But that sheet of paper is gone. Well, I'll make sure I get Somebody your fresh it copy. Up, threw it out of here, put their gum in it, and, and <laughs> took it from yesterday after our show. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but at, at the Falcons games, and, I mean, of course, he did the Hawks for many, many years. Right. Yeah. He has the – well, and then I'll have them that night. I don't know if I'll have as many because they probably won't have the same script that they have during a regular season, but – those reads are vital. You're right. And, and right. there is someone who, kind of like how, how we have these logs where we have to make sure we run all our commercials, there's someone checking to make sure that the people who pay oh, for those sponsorships get their read and at a certain time. And it's funny, you know, because you know how in our time of day you, you get the more, the more, the key to our, that the, the read may be more expensive. So the read in the second quarter is a little more expensive than the read in the first quarter. Absolutely. And the read in the third quarter, because that's actually the time where they expect the biggest attendance. Because, you know, here especially, well, I've been to other stadiums where that crowd don't show up sometimes to halftime-ish. You know, certain stadiums. What's it like up in Chicago? It takes you 30 minutes just to get in the door. Yeah, but I don't go to Bears games at Soldier Field. No? No. Well, what about at Wrigley? Can, can you get in there quickly? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you know the drill. You hey, there's you don't deal with parking. Only people who don't know what's going on. The L drops you off a block. A block <laughs> you away. cross the street and you're there. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that about Baltimore too. The, the, we call it the light rail. The light rail stops right in between. You go left to go to Oriole Park, Camden Yards. You got to get Sam there. Yep. You go right to go to <laughs> M&T Bank Stadium, where the Ravens stay. It depends on the public transportation in that particular city. Or yeah. New York is an island unto itself. No pun intended, but. You talk about L.A. when, you know, traditionally they show up late for events and, right. and a couple Miami. other cities. Yeah. They don't have the public transportation that will, boom, drop you off right there. Right. Atlanta now has that. But for years, Sam, you remember, it wasn't there. No. Okay. It wasn't no, no public tra- no. transportation took you down there. And Braves, forget about it. Yeah. Well, you still. Well, no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about before they moved up to Cobb County. Right. You know, the train here, the yeah. bus there and whatever. Train there, you, had to walk to walk through, you had to walk through underground. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that was the experience down there. You right. And catch the, the Brave there. shuttle. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was, that I li- was that's one thing I like about in, well, in New York. You catch the train right to Yankee Stadium. Come up the steps. Staring right in your face. Right, um, right there. I think there's one other stadium I've been to where you get off of the public transportation and bang, yeah. stadium's right there in your eyes. But um, I would imagine City Field. Uh, yeah. Well, oh you, well, no. With New York, you going out to to where Shea is in U.S. Open. Broad Street and you, Philly. Broad Street in Philly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get right out there and you got the well, it used to be just one old veterans, but now you got the link where the um, Eagles play and you got. City, city. I think it's City Park, and then they got the arena too. Yeah, all three of them right there together. Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, yeah. But I'm hearing Billy's supposed to build a new place for the Sixers, and Wells Fargo is not that old, is it? Well, it's been renamed. Yeah. Well, the Spectrum, yeah, the Spectrum went away. The Spectrum way back then. So so I'm talking about the the new place that they. Yeah, you're right. It's probably not that old. They're already talking about a new place for the Sixers. Well, you know. And I'm sure the folks in Philly said they need to win something. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> now, you know, Philadelphia sports fans are the toughest. Yeah, they thing. got a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Man, they fired a coach. Y- well, man, you know. Down there working, working in Jacksonville folks, and not paying taxes. Folks, yeah. in, Philadelphia, taxes. folks yeah. in Philadelphia don't hear that, man. Well, you know, well, I, I guess, you know, they, they share the arena with the Flyers. I mean, they, yep. ain't, do, they ain't doing much better, though, are they? <laughs> the Broad Street Bulls. You know, yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, look at, look at the Phillies. They were hoping a lot for the Phillies this season. You know, so they're looking at football. I think they're gonna. Be, I think the Eagles are gonna be good. Eagles, really? I think so. In in the NFC least division, can they win the division? They did. They, they, you know what? They brought. A, they are a great infusion of some new talent, 
and I think Eagles going to be a factor. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about yeah. that later. They got, later some, on. They got some, some great young talent. I mean, Cow- Cowboys are still the team to beat, but really, Eagles, yeah. Okay, in the NFC least, in the NFC least, that is the name of that division. But yeah, the Cowboys are the team to beat because the because of what the former Deadskins, now the Commanders, the Deadskins. Okay. You know, I'm from Baltimore. We I call them the Deadskins. You know. And we still can use that term because that doesn't offend anyone, the Deadskins. But the Commanders, they're 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 going to be horrible. And uh, tell me why why neither of you brought just I mean I don't have an opinion. I don't care one way or the other. But t- tell me why neither of you brought up the Giants in this discussion as far as the bad teams in that division. Wow. Well, I, you, you cut me off before I can get to them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, poor Saquon Barkley. He needs a trade because he's going to waste his career. He's going to be another one just like Otani and. Uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout wasting his great prom years. But you're in the big city. In a bad. You're in the well, big LA's city. LA's a big city, too. That's what I'm saying. You know, you, 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 you're you in, in two of the biggest markets in the country. And you guys put the Cowboys at the top there, and yesterday we were watching stories about the drop-off of Ezekiel Elliott, who are they going to have in the backfield behind Dak, which you don't know what you're going to get from him. And I'm sorry, I do not see Mike McCarthy winning anything with him at the helm. No, that's Sean Payton's job next year. But this year we're talking. We're yeah, not talking well, about what's happening next year. We're talking about this year. And as long as that dude is still there, yeah. he's like a he's a speed bump. Yeah. Well, the NFC least is up for grabs, <laughs> and next year the Cowboys' coaching job is up for grabs, and Sean Payton is waiting. Said he'll do a year of a uh, NBC, CBS, whoever hired him, and then he'll be back on the sidelines. Does he keep Dak as a quarterback? Absolutely. They gave him too much money. Okay. He can work with Dak. He if he can work with Jameis, he can work with Dak. Well, you brought up the city a little while ago, but you were talking about the Bears. We're going to talk about an event that's going to go right around, just close enough to where you can see Soldier Field. There is racing coming to Chi-Town. We're going to talk about that. Also, Eddie Gonzalez is going to join us in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Atlanta Open is here, and I'm going to let let you know about some money flying through the air and how you can grab it by just being creative. That's it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.